Hi, this is Sandeep. This is my first podcast. Uh, this is with Mohit Oja. Mohit uh, was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis about a year ago. Since then, uh, his entire life sort of changed upside down. Uh, this is the story of how Mohit sort of fought through it. Uh, last month, he completed one year of his multiple sclerosis. Uh, and you know what he celebrated it with a with a small cake cutting party which we, which i happened to attend so mohit is with us hey hi. mohit hello hi uh, really great to have you here and then uh, really thanks for agreeing to sort of do this podcast no problem man yeah uh, i really wanted to start my podcasting journey with you because uh, to me you are one of the most inspiring stories uh, in, in my life i've seen people uh who are, who are going through a lot of financial crisis health crisis relationship issues and stuff like that but uh i think yours is a most unique story where you know somebody so normal as you sort of fought this war along with your friends and couple of other people and i, I really feel this story needs to be told right so that's the reason so uh mohit let's hear from you okay right uh, tell us about the time where what are you doing before uh <coughs> multiple sclerosis came into your life uh how are how are you as a person what is the kind of job you are doing what give us a give, give us a tidbit on your past before multiple sclerosis okay uh actually uh, i didn't study well mm. in my school actually i left my studies in school only so after this uh, i have to do something so i start doing a job in a grain merchant in a grain merchant field so there i spent 4 years 2012 to 2016 in my hometown shrigangnagar rajasthan then after this i got an opportunity in bangalore in accounts field only i came here in july 2016 i started uh, work as an accountant in a granite company big granite company there i have spent approx 4 4 and half years or maybe 5 years you can say then before like before ms i am a simple person like uh, i'm doing work then enjoying the day other other part or that's a normal life how people are doing a day enjoying a day then is it is it boringly normal or differently normal how normal is it i mean i'm not serious about my life right okay mm. so just like earning us something in a month in that amount i can survive my like rent food and everything then uh, just life is going on then in 2 3 months i will plan a journey somewhere like in india only mm. for like four five days and that much only thing i'm doing i'm i love to ride a bike what were your long term ambitions then what are you dreaming about your like what? actually i don't have dream before ms because i'm not serious about my life right before this because uh, i'm a normal guy from a middle class family so i don't have any ambition i don't have any dream 
just i want to uh, survive my life with my own earning mm. that's it nothing more you didn't ask for anything else from life like no nothing just okay so tell us about the day where uh, you were diagnosed with this how did, how did the whole event transpired how did you take it actually uh, may 2019 i got a weakness in my eyes so as a normal person i consult with an eye doctor so he given some medicine he said like nothing to worry it's a normal uh, problem after this medicine you will uh, feel comfortable or i mean that uh, problem will sort out right i said okay so after like one month i didn't feel any changes in my eye so i have to change the hospital <laughs> so i went one of the best eye hospital in bangalore <laughs> there i consult with my doctor next eye doctor mm-hmm. because before this i don't have any hospital experience mm-hmm. from my childhood to till that period mm-hmm. if i have a cold or cough so i simply go to a medical store i ask that medical store that i have some cough and all they give some medicine and that's fine like next day or next to next day that problem was sort of to recover mm-hmm. then may that happened in june 2019 i started a new treatment in a well known hospital of bangalore the doctor said you have laziness in your left eye mm. i said okay but i don't know is there any kind of problem in eye or something so simply written some medicine and said no problem that will uh, recover so after seeing the arrangement of the hospital i got some uh, believe on the uh, doctor like he will give a best treatment to me or something mm-hmm. so this is my uh, second uh, hospital experience right in my life mm-hmm. then uh, after like uh, discussing with doctor he said within a month this uh, thing will recover i said okay mm-hmm. so uh, he given medicine i take that eye drops or pills every day mm-hmm. and in a uh, hope like everything will be fine mm-hmm. soon and i start my life again like on the same track mm-hmm. after like 15 or 20 days i didn't feel any improvement in myself and i feel some kind of uh, more weakness in my left eye so i went back to the hospital i consult with doctor so he said like you have to uh, do this checkup so i said okay so that all checkup was done in that same hospital after this checkup doctor said no nothing to worry there is everything is normal you have to be uh, take care of your eyes like uh, daily routine daily precaution whatever he told then you feel uh, comfortable I said okay so this thing will go approx 3 months like uh, every 15 days or 20 days i'm going to hospital and 
doctor said that same thing and i came back to my home this thing happened right so after in that 3 months i spent a lot of amount because like for uh, normal eye check up how much you can uh, assume that mm. how much you have to spend right. but i spent a lot of uh, amount money already yeah money mm. and i have problem in my left eye but doctor did a laser uh, treatment on my right eye oh my god okay how did that happen like you, you really believed in this doctor yeah mm. because i don't have uh, any past experience with doctors mm. and nobody's with me who mm. can suggest or who can and i i haven't uh, discussed with this thing to anyone mm-hmm. because i don't want to share or i don't know this thing is very big right so after 3 months i have uh, i have decided to change the hospital so i went another hospital that also one of the best i hospital then i took appointment of the hospital and there i uh, took my uh, like book my uh, what is what we say uh, this one consultant charges everything i uh, done right then i met with the doctor mm. so doctor check and he said uh, i can't find anything mm. you have to go another uh, doctor in that same hospital right i got there and he also uh, transferred me to another doctor in that same hospital right. in a hospital three doctors check like nobody was able to pinpoint what yeah. your problem is what is the root cause yes nothing nothing so they, they just kept on saying go to another doctor go to another doctor ah, go to on the same hospital in the same specialized hospital yeah. understood yeah then after meeting with the third uh, doctor <laughs> she's a lady doctor <laughs> she said uh, we have doubt of tumor in your mind okay i got nervous what to do and if you are going to a eye hospital they put some eye drops in your eyes right so due to this you can't see properly for next 4 5 hours mm. i got nervous what to do uh, so they written like uh, you have to uh, done that mri scan a scan after that we will sure about your uh, tumor or whatever other thing right but uh, we can't say but we have doubt only about your tumor and you called nobody up and told no. them this why, why is that because uh, i don't have a good friends in bangalore or i don't want to give a disturbance or a work to someone others understood you want to deal with your problems yourself yes right that's like my motto from beginning right so i came in the parking lot of the hospital and then i start crying and i cried for next 15 20 minutes alone mm-hmm. because uh, if uh, doctor said like you have tumor doubt you didn't call anybody from your family no not at that moment why is that because i don't have a good relation with my family from okay. last 5 years or 6 years and my mother is like a medical patient because she is having a lot of problem her own so 
so i don't want to give them attention or something mm-hmm. so didn't you feel alone crying in the parking lot that time i feel uh, like i'm alone what to do mm. so after like uh, finish everything like crying and all mm. i call one of my non i'm uh, i call him bhaiya mm. he is like very uh, elder to me mm. he is like 40 years old mm. i said uh, bhaiya this will happen and doctor said you have tumor doctor have only doubt but in uh, mentally i uh, feel like i have tumor mm. so he said come to my place uh, we'll talk we'll see what will happen mm. okay i said okay mm. so that moment what happened i can't see properly from my eyes due to that uh, eye drops mm. but i don't know uh, one confidence is uh, in with me so i start my bike from the parking lot mm. and he is like 2 3 km away from the hospital so i go there by bike mm. so he said uh, what happened i said like this is the story mm. doctor said but they have doubt of tumor mm. i said okay then uh, what happened next day i took an appointment for mri scan mm. because uh, the tumor is very uh, costly mm. so i checked uh, different different uh, labs the price of the mri mm. scan so one place i got the deal in minimum uh, amount mm. so i have done the mri mri so mm. i asked for the test reports so they said uh, they will take time mm. like in the evening we will give you mm. so that uh, lab is very far from my location mm. from my home mm. so i said okay i will wait here mm. for whatever the time it will take right tell us about the time I how mean, the time felt waiting in the lobby to get your report like uh, did you feel very, hopeful very like uh, very uh, bad i'm feeling mm. like i i'm assuming uh, what will happen in future like uh, negative only right You're very pessimistic yes mm. so after like in the evening when i got the reports so i asked the mri person like that in charge of the laboratory like what is this uh, what is it so they said uh, we can't say you properly what is the problem but you have some problem in your mind mm. i said okay so i came back uh, from there and i met with the bhaiya or whatever my friend whatever mm. i asked like this happened this is the report he said okay mm. tomorrow you go to why hospital what they will say about this thing right then we will decide mm. so i go to i hospital with the mri scan reports and i met with the doctor so the doctor told you have to meet uh, met with the neurologist as soon as possible okay I, I accept this. Oh. Did you ask him why? No, I oh, believed in him. Right. Yeah. Mm. Because like I believed, I don't know why. Mm. So the next day she suggest me a doctor, two three contact uh, of my contacts mm. suggest me two three different uh, doctors neurologist of Bangalore. Mm. And I don't know what happened in 
that time in bangalore all the doctors are on leave due to some strikes or something so that three days it's like hell for me oh my god because like you can understand how a person uh, feeling because doctor said uh, you don't have you you don't have this tumor but you have something else right so he said okay then after third day or fourth day i met with the neurologist in banrapotid hospital of bangalore so after consulting with the doctor he said uh, who is with you i said nobody is with me but two three friends are here in bangalore with me so he said tomorrow you can admit in the hospital shocked like i'm going to meet with doctor and he says you're yes. admit tomorrow you are tomorrow you have to be admitted in the hospital mm. so i don't know uh, what was going in my mind right but i uh, doctor given me two op- uh, options mm. like if you are going to admit in my hospital the cost will of uh, the test uh, test is like lakhs plus he suggest me uh, another hospital mm. there the charges was in thousands only mm. mm. 20 30 40000 mm. i said okay mm. so after discussing with uh, different different like two three peoples they suggest me to go mm. to the same hospital mm. where where you got diagnosed where I, we, we, where i met with the neurologist doctor first right that time i don't have uh, enough money in my pocket i have balance of approx 6 or 7000 right and i need uh, lakh rupees mm. or like tomorrow mm. so i call my two three friends that i need money i said okay we will give so they helped me till today they are helping me what about your family you didn't call your family that time i didn't call what is going on within you and your family that you know you don't call them for money when you are like really striking with pain actually uh, i don't have a good relation with my father mm-hmm. so that's why uh, i'm not talking with my family too much you're not with, talking at all no i'm talking with my mother with my brother mm. but not with my father what 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 went so wrong between you both just some misunderstanding they want to live in a different way or i want to live in a different way so our tuning was not matching right so there is different like this happened 5 4 6 or 7 years ago sounds good so so let's get back to your friends gave you the money yeah one lakh rupees who are these friends tell me tell us more about them they are my childhood friends okay hindi we can call uh, chaddi friends <laughs> so uh, they are my like best good and nowadays they are my family right okay mm. so they uh, they used to call me pandit mm. because by caste i am brahmin mm. so <coughs> they transferred the money mm. and with uh, one or two friends i got admitted in the hospital mm. 
after three days of testing hmm. doctor told me you have multiple cirrhosis someone called multiple sclerosis someone say cirrhosis so different different pronunciation right by different different people yeah i think we can call it ms yeah in short ms right ms is perfect right so you have ms yeah tell us more about ms ms is an autoimmune disease in which your immune system start damaging your body right there is a myelin on your nerves that is uh, damaged by this uh, immune system mm-hmm. so the uh, connection with your mind to your body parts mm-hmm. got misconnected or disconnected something right. i mean they are not getting signal good signals from or, the brain from the brain because the nervous system is being sort of eaten out by your immunity itself yes and this is the reason your eye is not sort of working yes. to start with yes so that's that's the piece in the puzzle which you solved which your doctor solved now saying that you have ms yes so oh my god first two months i have to understand the name of the ms multiple cirrhosis what is that so i'm reading articles on google about ms so most of the articles where i got uh, which are negative that i'm reading uh, mostly right i'm not reading positive or like uh, straight so in november the ms was declared so when i was uh, i read everything like uh, how it is and how you have to fight with it mm. so i don't have uh, enough uh, coverage or enough strength to fight with it because the disease is very expensive and i don't have enough support human support so i have to fight uh, with alone like this right so and then you're reading on google uh, all the problems you might potentially face you're sort of discovering this new disease which is sort of discovered you know uh, that happened to you actually and, ms is very rare mm. in india mm. uh, there is yeah, uh, from a society called mssi mm. in their data only 2 lakh patients in india out of 140 crores population Understood. there are only 2 lakh people that is like much less than 0.1% yeah, 001 yeah percent lesser than this mm. so in december or november end i decided to commit suicide because i don't have uh, strength to fight with it financially mentally in every day so in january my treatment was started the two months i delayed my treatment why i don't know and i don't want to know why that is the thing cause i don't want to know right this happened something mm-hmm. so in january my treatment was started and uh, for the till then for two months what happened to your eye now uh, i have lost my left eye vision around 80 90% and then still you are you didn't sort of want to get the treatment 
Yeah, actually I I haven't decided that what to do next uh, due to some bad suggestion or what kind of bad suggestions are we talking about? No, I think I can't share this thing. Sounds good, yeah. That's good. Cool. Okay. So uh, after like uh, December, January, I met with the guy. Mm. He is from uh, MSSI, Bangalore chapter. Mm-hmm. His name is Pankaj Gupta. Mm. He called me mm. and asked like, I want to meet you. Come to my place. I said okay. Mm. So he sent his Google location to me. So from my location to his location is like 25 plus kilometer. Mm-hmm. So I calculate my like cab charges. Mm. It will come like 600, 700 bucks. Mm. And if I go there, he's. I assume this guy as a uh, marketing person or uh, uh, MV guy. Mm. In short, I can say MV MV guy. Right. So Why do you assume like that? Because uh, that time my mind was very negative. Mm. That day, uh, like in that period, uh, in my uh, vision, I am the most negative guy of the planet, mm. according to me. Okay. The, so, I refused to go there because of this cab charges, because of this... Uh, you didn't really trust him? Yeah. Actually, I never met this guy, na. Mm. So then next day again he called me mm. and he said, "Come to this place near to my house mm. and we'll meet." I said, "Okay, uh, if a person calling you two three times and you are uh, doing this thing, mm. this is not worthful." Mm. So I go there. Mm. On. The exact date I don't remember, but it's like January first week. Mm. Then uh, I go to the uh, restaurant mm. where he invited me, mm. and I spend around 40-50 minutes with him. Mm. And I don't know what he did in that 40-50 minutes, mm. but he changed my mentality about this disease. And I accepted this disease internally, like mentally I accepted, like I have to uh, survive my life with this thing Mm. and this is uh, one of my part Mm. of my life. Till then uh, you did not accept uh, that you got MS and till then you didn't even start your treatment because you didn't accept. Yes. In a way. And somebody sort of misguided you also along the way. And then suddenly this guy came in and spoke to you for 40-50 minutes uh-huh. and he sort of transformed the way you thought. I really want to know like uh, what he told you. Actually, uh, still I don't know what he said to me. Right. I mean, he's like 40, 45 right. uh, old year, uh, year olds. But I don't know today also that uh, what he said. He is also a somebody suffering with MS? Yes, he is a secretary of uh, MSSI of Bangalore chapter. Right. So, so there is a community for all the MS? Yes, MS persons. Awesome. Mm. So, <coughs> after meeting with uh, this guy, I totally accept that I have to 
travel with this uh, disease okay. in my so i uh, what i did uh, i changed this disease into a journey right which you have to do yeah and you sort of accept But it i don't have any other option that is i mean even though i'm super curious about what this person told you in that 40 minutes actually that i don't know still i don't remember so he, he's totally flipped your the way you thought yeah. he sort of uh, answered your struggle and suffering and then made you think positive and made you yes. made you feel that you know you have to accept this and treat him as like somebody in your life and you have to go with it yes uh, and then you started uh, your entire perspective got shifted yes obviously right. probably i should do my next podcast with him <laughs> <laughs> actually he is very interesting guy in Jan- uh, january end i think yeah 21st or second i had to admit in hospital for my treatment so in f- first doctor said you have to admit for 3 days we'll mm. start your treatment then every month you have to come you have to take your chemo or injection mm. then other thing you can do normally mm. i said okay so that time i don't have any person to take care of me so i go alone to the hospital to mm. take like admission and all mm. so hospital rejected did you ask for help from anybody uh, of your earlier friends not not by you told about no that time i didn't ask anybody did, did any of them contact you back to check on you actually people changed mm. i don't know why mm. uh, actually i read somewhere mm. that ms turns friend into strangers mm. and strangers into friend right so i uh, like uh, i ignore this thing because this is a cord or something mm. but uh, i realize uh, after few months or after 2 3 months of like my treatment that people are uh, like avoiding me i don't know why mm. so in january i admitted in the hospital for 3 days mm. then doctor extend 3 to 10 days mm. that uh, admission like uh, treatment mm. so 10 days i was admitted in the hospital mm. so i don't like hospital food because mm. they are giving south indian i am i am north indian mm. so i start uh, ordering online like zomato swiggy <laughs> and that uh, security of the hospital they are not allowing to uh, delivery guy to come the hospital mm. said okay mm. so i given some bribe to the security person like uh, <laughs> please allow them in spite of all that's going on you're you're not compromising on the simple pleasures in life yes that's damn good so uh, i given <laughs> this guy really changed the way you thought <laughs> yeah, yeah obviously you're not accepting reality anymore the way it is you're like fighting for what you want that's amazing so now uh, every day like morning they are giving uh, medicine injection drips whatever things so whenever somebody ask i mean uh, the senior of the hospital where is your tender i said he went for uh, tea he went for lunch he went for different things but uh, i don't have any attendant that mm. 
so this is like uh, most toughest part of my journey mm. because uh, doctor written some medicine you have to arrange right. then uh, my uh, ward was on first floor and that medical store was on third floor mm. so what i did i met with a nurse mm. she is from punjab or somewhere mm. i make her friend like uh, be my friend or something mm. so whenever doctor written something mm. i said please remove my drip mm. i go to medical store then mm. i come back mm. Mm. so mm. then <coughs> so after 9 uh, days doctor have doubt on me that i don't have any attender and i'm making full to the entire hospital so he told like today we are going to give you your main medicine please call someone so i call one of my job buddy is my good friend good moment friend or good friend only so i called him and i said like this is the problem i was in hospital and i have to take the main medicine which i am taking every 28 days so i think there are some uh, there are some uh, bad reaction in your body doctor said me only this thing so i have to call someone so i called him and he came immediately along with his wife and his brother also mm-hmm. so the, the then after his coming he started the injection doctor mm-hmm. so the doctor injection will take 4 uh, to 5 hours and i didn't feel any uh, problem in my body i like uh, everything is normal so i said okay go back tomorrow i'm coming to your home then this is a injection which you take every 28 days yeah it's an chemo mm. or injection you can say right they are giving me uh, from a drip system right. in my body mm. so it will take 4 5 hours to complete and how much does this cost every 28 days mm, like 50000 50000 rupees yeah and you are do this every 28 days yes and what is your salary that time i'm earning 35000 so with 35000 rupees how are you affording him 50000 rupees injection who is like supporting you uh, some of my friends like my childhood friends which support me in the beginning of the journey mm. they still supporting me right they are uh, buying you this injection every month no because they are they all are in uh, other cities or other countries mm. so they are transferring the money to me and other thing i am managing myself like the buy buying of the medicine going to the hospital and other things so after like discharge from the hospital i have to start my life again mm-hmm. on the same track for my work my life everything mm. so in that period uh, in the by the way when you discharge from your hospital how is your eye it sort of came back nothing nothing has changed immediately mm. because things will take time 
obviously medicine also hmm. so after discharging the hospital i came to the my normal life like work and all hmm. then but i have to go every 28 days to the hospital for some hours and then get this 50000 rupees worth of injection yes oh my god huh. actually this is the main task for me hmm. actually doctor suggested me uh, this injection for next 6 months after 6 months they are going to change the medicine right which was obviously costly hmm. but less than this one they understood 20 or 15k per month i have to spend for this injection so i said okay so i start my like life again i uh, going office doing work living the life as well hmm. then uh, before this in december i feel some disturbance in my legs also hmm. because i can't run that thing i feel in my body mm. but i can walk properly other thing i can do properly mm. in in february my second injection time came mm. then i have to i i went to hospital alone like this is injection work nothing will happen they will give mm. so doctor said uh, that nurse and department said uh, we can't give you this injection without any attender mm. so i said okay so i called two three friends because that day is weekday like mm. friday or thursday so i called my friend they are saying like they are busy they will take another two hours one hours different different things because i haven't planned this earlier mm. the, like tomorrow i have to go and i need someone Hmm. so i think about one of my cousin is in bangalore only hmm. i called her and said like tomorrow i'm going to like i have to take a, uh, this injection so please come to the hospital for some hours hmm. so she came immediately then this injection was started then what happened in that period my office was shifted out of city like from my location to my office is like 60 km mm. so previously i am doing travel mm. but nowadays i am not feeling comfortable that i can travel or do this kind of things so you you work 60 km away from the city yeah actually my office was uh, in tamil nadu and i am living in bangalore so the distance is like 60 65 km and you do up and down every single day every single day by bike so i feel like i have to shift there because like my body is not allowing me to travel 4 hours or 3 hours a day so i shifted there then in march that lockdown happened covid due to this covid and my next injection date come around 20 5 or 6 mm. and uh, the lockdown was started i think 23 3rd mm. so someone told me just refuse this thing mm. take this injection later mm. so i said why i like uh, miss my gap like i have to follow doctor's protocol and uh, everything mm. so i decided to book a cab then i can travel from there to 
this city and in medical case you can travel anywhere without okay. any pass in the beginning of the lockdown there was a condition by central government so i decided to go there and the so cab- while you are going through this crisis the entire world sort of went upside down and are going start going the covid crisis yes <laughs> so i have to cross the one border state border how did you feel about that no actually uh, that time i feel uh, like uh, everybody is in their homes but i can go outside so i feel something uh, different oh from God. other peoples right i have tension that uh, i have to go every day every month hospital but that time i feel a little differ so i went there so now uh, the cab driver is with me so i said uh, so i tell the cab driver be my uncle my friend or something in front of the hospital staff and after 3 4 hours we will come back he said okay so this 2 3 4 months i have taken the injection like this then in this 2 3 months uh, my friends also with me that jobody i told in the beginning who come to the hospital he also go with me to the hospital so people are like uh, behaving like don't go to the hospital there is covid situation if something happen your immune system already is weak so but i don't have any other option right because uh, outside i can't uh, while you're dealing with your own problem the whole yeah. world is dealing with a different problem yes right so then I mean, most of people. You didn't get afraid of that. You are already sick. On top of it, if you catch COVID, what would happen? Didn't you? Didn't you like feel afraid of that? You are you. But I have to go hospital every month, so I don't have any other option. Right. How, uh, how can I? Like, But then, how did you take it mentally? Mentally? Hmm. Mentally, like I decided that uh, I don't have any other option. Right. Simply. You accepted the reality as it yes. is. Yes. Right. if something happens then i don't i can't do anything so after like 6 months uh, everything is like uh, going on track what do you mean by that you got your eye back yeah the, uh, as per doctors i recovered my left eye uh, 60% these after 6 injections yeah 6 injection mm. in my right eye was cured 100 understood so still i have uh, difficulty in my uh, weakness in my left eye mm. but I, i can manage my life understood mm. so i am happy with like my today's condition mm. i can um, i can manage so after july no june mm. uh, from march i'm getting some kind of mentally pressure mentally torture from my office from my boss mm. so what I, do you mean by that he, he doesn't know you're sick he knows mm. but he knows I, that you're sick yes but why he is behaving with me only mm. like th- this because uh, i'm giving extra uh, support to my work or extra contribution to my work 
दिस काइंड ऑफ थिंग्स आई एम डूइंग बट ही थिंक लाइक आई एम नॉट डूइंग वर्क ऑब्वियसली माई परफॉर्मेंस गॉट वीक ड्यू टू माई प्रॉब्लम माई सिकनेस बट आई नेवर माइंड दिस थिंग लाइक Did you try to explain him like what you're going through? He right knows now? everything. Like, uh, what is my uh, condition? So on one side there's COVID, on other side you have MS, yeah. and then your boss is not treating you well. Yes. So he's giving like mentally torture to me. Mm-hmm. So in March he started giving this. Mm-hmm. March, April, May, June. Mm-hmm. Four months he's giving, and sometimes in nightmare I'm. He is coming in my dreams. Oh my god, who is this guy? <laughs> my boss only. <laughs> so in July 7th uh, he shout on me and he used some bad words. Mm. So I decided to resign from my job. Then but if me, you resign for your job you won't have money. Yeah, I don't have but I, actually I'm talking with uh, another guy. his coach uh, i'm calling him amohit too mm. so he given like go go with the flow who is this mohit too actually he is my uh, a partner because i don't have a human attention mm. you so, created a mohit through within yourself yes oh my god this is very interesting so i'm talking with him in, like I mean, different different things happen. Like uh, I can't explain my entire mind to you. <laughs> Try to tell it, tell it in a nutshell. But this is very interesting. You should. Actually, I'm discussing a lot of things with him. With Mohit too, with yeah. your other and personality. I know he he is not going to give any reply to me. Mm. But I can say things to him. Things to him. Mm. So he can like. So I, I'm getting a satisfaction talking from, to him. Talking. what did you talk to him in this context i mean everything mm. like something happened something good something bad mm. because uh, i have only uh, few friends mm. the childhood friends they are giving their much time to me mm. then after this i need someone mm. so there's no one so there is mohit too yeah awesome no one more warrior in your war yes absolutely <laughs> in july i lost my job then you lost your job or you left it or i got resigned my job i lost my job both i can say okay. because i don't have anything to work na mm-hmm. so mentally i'm not uh, ready mm-hmm. or like uh, mentally is giving uh, something which i can't say like what is that thing I mean mentally uh, I'm not ready or mentally I'm not good mm. with things that how I can manage my all the things all the stuff all the rent and all the expenses and the 50000 rupees for the injection yes mm. because like from 2012 I'm working mm. so my schedule is like uh, from morning 9 to 6 I have to uh, do work Right. then i am going to my uh, like uh, sleep and uh, little entertainment mm. and if sudden this free time comes na mm. in your life mm. then as per me it's like very difficult mm. to deal with it like you you don't have time so what like you have spent your time on internet you spend your time on 
other things web series ott platform mm. so i got disturbed but i don't know then uh, in august i start giving interviews mm. so there i got rejected due to my qualification due to my disability other things like people don't want to uh, take me mm. then in september and i got a job mm. in there in bangalore only mm. in i start working with them mm. for a month mm. then i got an up opportunity from my friends mm. that location i don't want to share with anybody mm. but in bangalore or somewhere mm. so now i resigned from the, this present job you resigned from the new yeah. job which is sort of god after leaving your old job yes. and all this in the middle of covid when you don't have money yes oh my god how like how are you taking all these decisions and i don't know one uh, strength one hope with me one support with me mm. due to this i'm taking this decisions is it mohit to speaking sometimes <laughs> interesting so this all happened then i have decided to do a solo traveling on this diwali so i went to a small trip for a kerala there i spent some days then i went on a sport called workla north cliff there i have decided to commit suicide so there i spent few hours with boy to at the cliff So you're saying you 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 were on the same spot couple of months ago ha because deciding to commit a suicide actually in september 2019 mm. i traveled my last journey in workla only mm. and in november 2020 i started from there so so between september 2019 where you sort of uh, stood on that edge of the cliff you uh-huh. decided to commit suicide actually, and which you didn't do and then after any year about november 2020 you went to the same cliff same edge and at that time i uh, went there for just uh, for vacations mm. but in my mind the sport was there like workla north cliff mm. there i can commit suicide so this i decided in my mind mm. that there i will go mm. and i will jump from that cliff mm. i will end my life mm. so this sport is in my mind only so i have an intention with this particular sport okay mm. november 2020 when i went there mm. so after before taking that hostel uh, entry mm. first i went there you went to the cliff cliff mm. and there i spent around 2 to 3 hours mm. talk with myself talk with nature talk with the sound of waves mm. then when i came back mm. so now i have another plan mm. for like my journey mm. 
i don't know they are good or they are bad but i have to do and i'm writing a book as well you're writing a book yes about this story about this story awesome how far how far along are you just some pages i finished it will take some more time i don't know how much but it will take time so first i thought uh, i have to share with my limited people mm. then someone suggest me to we will publish this thing mm. so i don't know either it's a good idea or bad mm. but we'll see in mm. future what will happen actually in my family in my knowns in my relatives there are uh, a lot of rumors about my health mm. someone saying mohit has tumor mohit has cancer mohit has different different things mm. so on november 9th mm. i have shared this thing with the photo of cake on social media last year on the same day i was diagnosed with ms mm. and you cut a cake on this day right yeah i was there with you yeah. <laughs> you are only the person <laughs> with me that day so i cut the cake so uh, but then it's a, it's it, uh, cutting a cake is is symbolically the fact that you know you are accepting ms as your friend you're going to travel with it and you're to see how you can create a meaning in this new life you accepted that in one year and Actually, tell me one thing mm-hmm. why we are celebrating our birthday because we finished a year we are growing okay. in age yeah so we have one special day in the entire year mm-hmm. because you are bachelor mm-hmm. so you have only one day mm-hmm. so now i have two days mm-hmm. <laughs> april and november <laughs> so I'll, i take this day Mm. as a positive attitude or in a different uh, like way mm. so everybody appreciate this thing mm. but one person didn't appreciate mm. uh, but i didn't mind like i ignored this shit like you filtered out the negative and yeah sort of choose to be in the positive yes awesome so now I don't know about my future mm. nobody knows mm. but I definitely I can say mm. it's very happy very positive mm. and very good you you believe in that you feel that you can yes. see that yeah because and, it's depend on we, we are hearing this from Mohit who decided to commit suicide in year 8 yes obviously and then nothing changed about him the ms is still there Yes the problem is still there Actually he is my partner MS he or she mm. he is my partner mm. so, Understood right Like we have nose hands and hair your enemy became your friend Yes obviously in one year and you decided to sort of spend the rest of your life with your partner Obviously wow what a journey of acceptance and you look forward to your future with which is very hopeful there's a lot of meaning there's a lot of happiness Actually uh, I said no I don't know about my future mm. but from my mind from my thoughts 
obviously it's good and positive in mm. meaningful super i'm so happy for you mohit i just want to ask you one more question like we have all these people around the around the around the country who went through the covid crisis lost their jobs uh-huh. some of them sort of struggled with saddle uh, health issues mm-hmm. uh, what is what is the one thing you would like to tell them about everybody who sort of struggled because of, of the crisis actually everybody i want to meet the person mm-hmm. who can say i don't have a problem in my life mm-hmm. because nobody is there in the world entire world rich poor mm. anybody mm. everybody is having a problem two problem or three problem mm. nobody's uh, problemless mm. so accept the problem the situation and deal with it mm. that's that's it so it's like the problems are there and let them be there mm-hmm. it's like fire feeds on obstacles if you can fix it mm. if you can solve it then mm. problem mm. then it's good Mm. if you can't solve it so you have to take it as a positive uh, mindset or way right. on that note i want to end it saying fire feeds on obstacles fire feeds on obstacles okay so when you have obstacles that what that's what keeps the fire going mm-hmm. because when you started your life one year ago before the ms uh-huh. you are a normal guy doing normal stuff yes. right just just casually spending time yes now you really have that fire inside you yes saying, uh, now i am serious like uh, i don't want to earn money a lot of money mm. but i i want to live a happy life mm. with a motto mm. that motto i don't know still right you're searching for it yeah searching for it. but then you feel a lot of fire in you yeah obviously and that that's my hope uh, for everybody struggling out there mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of this crisis uh-huh. remember guys fire feeds on obstacles mm-hmm. so if if there is fire within it will sort of come out as you face all these obstacles as you face all these problems so what we heard just now with mohit's story uh, which is probably the best story i have here i have heard in the last couple of years and this is for you guys So I hope all of you sort of deal with your problems and come out with shining colors and really feel the purpose and feel clear in your heads on what to do next uh, how do you deal with life or the problems it throws at you good luck have fun bye 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 guys yeah